brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at bbmglobalnetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. wonder why your relationships tend to always go wrong and why it's so difficult to understand them? Welcome to You'll Do Anything For Him, You'll Do Anything For Her with your host, Dr. Maureen Hozier. Author Maureen Hozier explains how individuals can work to become self-aware and find some answers as to how their relationships may be able to work for them. So now, please welcome the host of You'll Do Anything For Him or Her, Dr. Maureen Hozier. Welcome, everyone, to This Is You'll Do Anything For Him, You'll Do Anything For Her, A New Relationship Perspective. Live from the BBM Global Network, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Apple iTunes. I'm your host, Dr. Maureen Hosier, and I'm glad to be here with you all again. And thank you very much. So, the topic for this morning, it well, it's morning in my place, maybe not in yours. Uh, Have you been in a relationship that you didn't recognize was emotionally abusive? And I think this happens a lot to people. They are unaware that they don't have to be in the drama and the trauma uh, in a relationship with someone they love they just they don't have to be but they don't recognize that or don't know that or don't have a concept of that i have known many persons both men and women who have had parents a parent or parents who were emotionally immature many of us did because we are evolving in our relationships and hopefully we're evolving toward understanding that everything needs to be more loving in order to work. But many of us have had parents or a parent, single parent, who were emotionally immature themselves, which meant that they were not able to connect emotionally with us their children. They didn't know how. They might have even been afraid to have feelings and needs. Used to be that 
feelings and needs were uh, it tended to make you look weak and uh, em- not emotional. Having emotional needs made you look strong. So it was about image. And when parents are so emotionally self-absorbed and preoccupied with getting their own needs met without their awareness, again, without their awareness, that they totally miss their child's, child's cries for needs for nurturing and soothing and emotional closeness and understanding. This relating, this kind of relating has been a taboo, at least here in the United States, it seems. Want, parents want to make their children strong, and the way they do it is by being stern and <clears throat> demanding and uh, making children be responsible to the parent. So, again, saying it a different way, they miss their child's needs for emotional intimacy, acceptance, understanding, validation, uh, laughter, uh, being cherished, having fun. And, but this came from a zeitgeist previously of, as I said before, of needing to look strong on the outside and needing very much to not look weak. And the word puny comes up into my head, uh, must have come from somewhere. Anyway. So if parents don't pick up, aren't joining their young child emotionally, the child is missing out on being, feeling understood and feeling that they exist. So I'm thinking of a person right now who was who is representative of this type of situation between she the child and her parents she had a very demanding and authoritarian father she described him as an alpha male now he was not physically abusive but he was very much frightening and demanding and had many, many expectations. She also had a very anxious mother. So the mother was overprotective of her children, um, careful to keep them pretty close to her in tow, so that they weren't risking by increasing physical distance from her, 
her own anxieties. So she was overprotective of her children, much described like uh, the uh, helicopter mom of, with the terms that we use now, a mom who hovers and fends off threats in a sense. And I think, you know, in the past that was very important. Um, but it was also important that children have these wonderful experiences, independent kind of experience with a mom who stands back and lets them try things out. Now, this just wasn't possible in this family with an authoritarian father and, a, and an anxious mother. Oh, it was also possible that the uh, father's authority also um, have come from an anxious position of his having to look good and his children having to look good, proper, uh, accepted, polite, uh, in their place. I certainly know that during my lifetime, it, the, the saying was, children are seen. Is that it? Children are seen, but not heard. And, and, and that was the case. So... This is one experience of a, of a person who was in an emotionally abusive situation with her uh, partner who was emotionally abusive. So as children, oh, sorry. To start that, uh, we need to take a commercial break. This is You'll Do Anything for Him, You'll Do Anything for Her, A New Relationship Perspective. Live from the BBM Global Network, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Apple iTunes. See you back here soon. The earliest human societies worshipped a female goddess. Little is known about this time because we did not always have a written recorded history. It was around 3100 BC when the Sumerians invented the first written language and everything that preceded this time is prehistory. The prehistorical record includes all of women's unwritten history from 30,000 BC to the time that men began achieving political power around 3000 BC. Male feminist artist Kimberly Berg maintains a strong position in educating and inspiring both men and women through his devotional art to the goddess in all women. Studying their history is paramount to understanding who women were and who they would become later living in a patriarchal society. To learn more about this important time in our history, go to www.isisrising.net. We're back. This is You'll Do Anything for Him, You'll Do Anything for Her, A New Relationship Perspective. Live from the BBM Global Network, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Apple iTunes. I'm your host, Dr. Maureen Hosier. Want to remind you of the phone number to call in with questions, concerns, needing an answer, 
866-451-1451. So, my friend then, this was the person who had a very authoritarian father and an anxious mother. Now, my friend then, as the child, when she was the child, child tried to make sense of her parents' needs and feelings and demands and expectations and anxieties and tried to emotionally meet or contain her parents' demands. She wanted to be as good as she could. She wanted to be a good little girl. She and, it, and she loved her parents very much. So she really wanted to understand what they were saying, meet what they needed, try to do what was best for them. She, this was her way of making her parents happy. And she wanted them to be happy. She wanted them to be happy with her. So she had to, as I have talked about before, get into her head to try to figure out how to be with her parents. So she also said to me that she would analyze things a lot, situations a lot, interactions, um, mistakes that she felt she made, trying to correct herself, trying to be the best that she could always be. Again, she was in her head. This is being in, in your head is, uh, was we talked about the last several sessions. There are other situations where there can there are other di- dynamics that can also describe an emotionally immature relationship with parents. An authoritarian mom with uh, an absent father uh, who both are unable to be there for their child's needs and feelings. Children do want to generally make their parents happy. They learn that somewhere along the on, along the line, unless they've been, uh, even if they've been neglected. Some do, some don't want to make their parents happy. Um, been abused, children who've been abused want to make their parents happy. It's 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 just a thing for children. They want their pa- parents happy and happy with them. And when their parents are happy with them then the children feel calm and safe and not scared. And as I have said before in other shows, then the child's focus is going toward the parent. They're focusing on the parent's needs and feelings. They're focusing on how to make their parent happy, how to contain their anxieties, how to be there for them. But this isn't a child's job. But it is the type of relating perspective that they learn. 
This is their experience with parents who are emotionally immature and therefore need a lot of focus and attention. So when this happens, these children, when older then, tend to focus on their partner's needs and feelings in order to contain their partner's fears and anxieties and inadequacies. And they're, and also they want to, the, the child who has become the adult who is focusing on their partner wants to f- focus on their partner's need to be right and have things their way. So again, often that child who focuses on their parents' needs and feelings and anxieties and expectations and demands finds a partner who will remind them of one or both of their parents and who will bring up that style of relating, that emotionally immature style of relating, and they will focus on their partner's behaviors, needs and feelings, in order to make the relationship work. And as I have said before, too, that this is, they feel that's just a natural part of who they are. And without realizing that the focus, again, needs to go in emotional intimacy between a parent and child from the parent to the child. The parent's job is to emotionally be there for their child. An emotionally immature parent cannot do that. And that child, when an adult, will find a partner who also needs focus and and attention on their needs and feelings. So the behaviors learned in childhood, in the relationships in childhood with emotionally needy parents, are re-experienced in adulthood without awareness. We choose our partners based on the emotional interaction we had with our parents, unless for some reason we have a different experience. We'll talk about that when we come back. This is You'll Do Anything for Him, You'll Do Anything for Her, A New Relationship Perspective. Live from the BBM Global Network, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and Apple iTunes. See you when we get back. Essential Nutrients, LLC, is the brainchild of entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients, LLC. Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. 
Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of essential liquid nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take essential products today and start to measure the difference. Unleash the obstacles that bind you with certified professional coach Joanne Charette, a master practitioner in energy leadership. Joanne can help you break through personal and professional barriers and guide you to a higher level of empowerment and fulfillment. Passionate and dedicated, Joanne engages with her clients on a mutual journey. Her dynamic energy will motivate you to move forward as you partner on a venture to greater results. Isn't it time to make a breakthrough and commit to live the life you deserve? Invest in yourself and let Joanne Charette be the catalyst to the realization of your dreams by making them a reality. Based in Quebec, Canada, Joanne is also a space coach, using social media and Skype to work with anyone anywhere around the world. Contact Joanne Charette today at 819-360-3266 or email her at actionrealization at live.ca 819-360-3266 Now is your time. Welcome back. This is You'll Do Anything for Him, You'll Do Anything for Her, A New Relationship Perspective, coming to you live from the BBM Global Network, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Apple iTunes. As I said, welcome back. Okay, so we choose our partners based on the emotional interaction we had with our parents. Unless, for some reason, we have had enough experience with someone with emotional maturity, either like a a relative, a teacher, a coach, a neighbor, or a friend's mother. A lot of kids really want to spend time with their friend's family. I know that's what I did as a kid. I wanted to spend time with my coach's family because it was like uh, being in a family uh, where nobody was arguing or fighting or yelling, and it was way more comfortable. It was a way of knowing a different type of relating. As in that kind of family the family was emotionally holding and nurturing and receiving the child's emotional state of being. And so the child, me in that case, was feeling heard and understood and listened to. It's such an experience from a a parent to a child that when the child feels heard and understood. When you have an emotionally immature parent who cannot do it, just cannot do it, no blame, no judgment, no malice, then this is the dynamic that is highly likely to repeat itself in the child's adult relationship. So as an adult, you work hard to justify your partner's behavior. You get into your head. 
to accept, understand your partner's behavior. You analyze, you obsess, you perseverate, you try to figure out what you said right, what you said wrong, what you did, what you shouldn't have done, why you did what you did, how you can do it differently the next time so it doesn't happen. And now you have in, a, in the adult relationship, you being emotionally immature on your side of things, giving up yourself to make your partner happy. Exactly what you did as the child without your awareness. You are very flexible and understanding, very accepting of who your partner is. You continually work to not upset your partner or bring any conflict into your relating. You want to build patience and the space for acceptance in the relationship. So you meet your side of what you believe you're supposed to be doing, trying to come to understand your partner in the relationship. You often take the blame, or at least rarely put the blame on your partner. You will most always share responsibility for what happened, for the disagreement or the conflict between you even if you don't believe it, because you want to cherish your partner's side of things. And if you can, you work so hard to not hurt their feelings. So why would someone do all of that for their partner? Give up themselves. Work hard to listen and understand. Work hard to make your partner feel good about themselves. The answer is profound. It is because your partner is your entire world, just like your parents were before that. So, you're going into a relationship where you are still that emotionally, that child who really does need focus and understanding and acceptance. Now you're giving it, especially in the beginning of the relationship, both of you are giving that focus and attention and courtesy and consideration and respect and caring both of you are giving that to the other. Then somewhere along the line, it changes and you begin to feel you're the only one who's doing that. And as you're doing it, without your awareness, you are really trying to teach your partner how to love you. You're wanting to give them the experience 
without your awareness, this is unconscious, without your awareness of how it would feel to be loved to your partner. And your partner, too, likely had, most probably had an immature, emotionally immature parent or parents as well. And so each of you, in the beginning at least, the focus is going both ways. Then with time, and you probably have chosen a person who um, needs to be loved for who they are. Um, and they are a person that enjoys their independence, enjoys the world, enjoys the activities in the world, enjoys their friends, and so might be very different from you who really would enjoy the one-on-one -on -one of the relationship. And that's when the things begin to change. Time for a commercial break. This is You'll Do Anything for Him. You'll do anything for her, a new relationship perspective. Live from the BBM Global Network, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Apple iTunes. See you when we get back. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia Daly-Lipe is a renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Leip's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daly Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Hello, I'm Steve Fagan, and I'm president and CEO of Fagan Associates, but I'm also a life coach. I'm here to help you reach your dreams, goals, and objectives. As a life coach, it's my job to be your support, to be your teammate, to help you understand what is your dream, what is your life passion, and then together, we work as that team to help you reach your specific goals. Life is worth living the best you can be. Working with a life coach, you're fulfilling those dreams and goals is your passion, and it's your way of living. Let me help you do that today. Let me help you really reach the best that you can be as a person and live the life you should be living. I'm Steve Fagan. I'm a life coach, and I'm here for you. Contact Steve Fagan at FaganAndAssociatesInc.com or call 1-800-239-2701. And I'll be glad to help you move forward to live the life of success. Reach your dreams, your goals, your objectives. We can do it together. Welcome, everyone. To You'll Do Anything for Him, You'll Do Anything for Her, a new relationship perspective coming to you live from the BBM Global Network, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Apple iTunes. I'm your host, Dr. Maureen Hosier. And we've been talking about really the setup for your being or a friend that you know being in 
an abusive relationship. So I want to go back to being the kid who has emotionally immature parents who don't really know how to focus and be with and emotionally join their child. For that child, and if this has happened to you, your reality becomes outside yourself. You look to the outside of you for validation, acceptance, understanding, and closeness. You're thinking about the right thing to do, but it's outside yourself. It's the right thing for everybody else for you to do. Their rules, the outside rules, become your rules of behavior, of how to interact, what you should say, what you shouldn't say. So, so now you are an adult. You don't emotionally look young, but people might not pick up on your emotional loneliness, your emotional immaturity, if they aren't in a close relationship with you. The focus, your focus had to go toward your parents. So now your focus, your reality becomes about taking care of your partner, not yourself. You don't really know how to take care of yourself. You didn't get that help. You didn't get that experience. So this is the setup for finding yourself being in an emotionally abusive relationship. You're trying so hard. You're trying so hard to please. You're trying so hard to focus on your partner's needs and feelings without realizing that that's not the direction that should have been. The direction that should be is that you are emotionally able to take care of yourself, your partner's emotionally able to take care of themselves, and you work things out together. So it's a surprise when you find yourself the relation, not finding yourself, but finding the relationship isn't working. And you don't really have a way of saying that to yourself. Oh, my relationship isn't working. Because you don't have a way to think about yourself and what's going on for you. You're so busy trying to make the relationship work without your awareness trying to do to learn what the thing is that you should be doing and should have done and could have done. And so you're always learning from your partner about how to take care of them. But often, most often, something happens and things get way too hard, way too difficult, but it, there, it, it seems there's no way to Think about this in a way that you can think about yourself. It reminds me of a movie. Um, 
if you've seen the movie I, Tanya. Her mother was ruthlessly trying to make Tanya the best skater in the world, ice skater in the world. Yes, her mother made her who she is. Her mother just wanted to make her be the best skater in the world. But her mother's treatment of Tanya was abusive and mean, sadistic and cruel, and shockingly brutal. When Tanya became an adult, a young adult, she found her most important relationship to be abusive as well. She could not recognize abuse. It was normal for her. Her mother was so far from being emotionally dependable, it was hard to look at their relationship, hard to be with their relationship. And then when she met the guy that she uh, that fell in love with, he was even more abusive. I, I, I don't even know if I can say that, but so emotionally abusive to her and needed what he needed when he needed it. Tanya could not recognize that she was battered, she was abused, and she just stayed in it and fought back the very best that she could. A new movie just out, Hearts Beat Loud, is the total opposite type of movie. The relationship between her father, the father and the daughter, is difficult but has the potential to come around and the daughter still be herself. It's a very sweet movie. Her father is needing what he needs her to do, but it's done in a very different way and with more respect and caring and acceptance of the daughter for who she is. It's a very sweet movie. I know someone who walked down the aisle as she had mixed feelings. I think I have said this to you before. She didn't know that having mixed feelings meant that she couldn't make a decision about a marriage until she was clear. That meant that when there's no mixed feelings, she was not in her head. She was clear about her decision. This person was not clear about her, about her decision. So I'd like to finish that story when we come back. This is You'll Do Anything For Him, You'll Do Anything For Her, A New Relationship Perspective. Coming to you live from the BBM Global Network, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Apple iTunes. See you soon. Patricia Fayweather Harlow is passionate about the environment and conserving our natural resources. She's written a five-part book series for all ages called Rock with Rodney and Party with Perky to Preserve Wildlife, which brings awareness through these vibrant characters on preserving and protecting our national parks and historic landmarks. 
Harlow has launched a campaign to mobilize green supporters, informing a united front against big oil, big coal, and the Keystone XL pipeline. And she addresses the controversial practice of fracking in books four and five. She's determined to bring greater awareness to the dangers of drilling and running crude oil through pipelines that cut through pristine landscapes. And she empowers readers to take action in keeping America beautiful. To learn more about Patricia Fayweather Harlow and to purchase her books, visit www.patricia-fayweather-harlow.com. That's F-A-Y-E-R-W-E-A-T-H-E-R. And play your part in preserving the landscape that we all share and love. My Dreams, My Challenges, and Joys is an inspiring book by author Linda Genazzo. This real-life account of raising a child with autism from birth to adulthood takes you on a journey of compassion, love, and hope as it tells the incredible story of a devoted family and their beloved daughter. Together, they faced adversity and never stopped believing they would find the help they were seeking. A breast cancer survivor, Linda Genazzo has a giving heart. With a background in social work with the mentally ill and the homeless, Linda continues to help families in her community. And her book, My Dreams, My Challenges and Joys, brings greater awareness to autism and those families in need. To purchase your copy, visit www.lindagenazzo.com. It's also available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Don't delay. Get your copy today. This is You'll Do Anything for Him, You'll Do Anything for Her, A New Relationship Perspective. Live from the BBM Global Network, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Apple iTunes. I'm your host, Dr. Maureen Hosier. I'm talking about a friend who walked down the aisle and had mixed feelings about the relationship as she was (laughs) approaching that altar. She and she didn't know that having mixed feelings meant that she really couldn't and shouldn't make a decision about the marriage or becoming married at that time. She didn't know that she really needed to be clear with herself where there were no mixed feelings and she was not in her head. But she so badly wanted to leave her mother's emotionally immature and controlling behavior that she walked from the frying pan right into the fire and eventually divorced him years later. Now, this is what I'm trying to say about this confusion and finding oneself in an emotionally abusive relationship. Many people don't know they've been emotionally abused as children or that they have emotionally and or that they have emotionally immature parents who really couldn't help them become the person that was more emotionally aware of situations so that they could remove themselves from something that wasn't working for them. All this behavior, this relating behavior with a parent becomes unconscious. It is unconscious. We're learning it as we are 
uh, emotional little kids. And we're just being, just a matter of being. And so whatever is happening is what we're learning. And, and we take that, we take those experiences into our relationships then as adults without our awareness. So I want to now bring back the first uh, person, uh, woman who I talked about, who had the authoritarian father and the uh, anxious mother, both who needed the child, her, to focus on their requirements, their demands, their expectations, their anxieties, um, and now the woman that walked down the aisle with mixed feelings. Both these women's, women found themselves in an emotionally bu abusive relationship. No, neither woman could see or feel or have words or a label for what was happening to them. They just didn't know. I, Tanya, I, Tanya went back into an emotionally abusive relationship. No one had helped them with the experience of finding out what worked for them, what felt right for them, or what words they could say to an adult that would be listened to, heard, understood, and valued. And the most important word to have to remain out of an emotionally abusive relationship is the word no. Many people do not and were not allowed the word no as children. A parent would have allowed the child to say no, maybe didn't accept, sometimes not accepting of the word no, um, and the child would have had that experience, and other times not accepting of the word, or let's see, how do I want to say this? Letting the child have the word no, but then the parent's boundary would have taken precedence. And the parent would have helped the child know why the word no wasn't being accepted. As adults, many of us don't know how to say no. No, sorry, thanks. Listen, I'll catch up with you guys the next time. Or no, hey, listen, that doesn't work for me. No, I don't want to. No, um, uh, no, that's my last drink. Thanks, anyhow. These kinds of no's make boundaries for ourselves. When a person goes into a relationship without boundaries of who they are, emotional boundaries of who they are, then it's possible 
I don't know, probable, but certainly possible to end up than being in, finding themselves in an abusive relationship. The word no is critical. And I'm not going to deal with the emotionally abusive relationship as it is, as it's going on. But I'm wanting you all to know the setup for being in an emotionally abusive relationship. Now, this is hard because in your trying to understand your partner, who you love dearly, that is what gets in your way at this time of really standing back and evaluating what's happening. And in the evaluation of what's happening, it would be there, there's an emotional distance from that. It's like you're thinking, okay, rather than being in it, uh, let me finish that. When we get back, we need to go to a commercial break. This is, you'll do anything for him, you'll do anything for her, a new relationship perspective. Coming to you live from the BBM Global Network, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Apple iTunes. See you soon. Renaissance woman, trailblazer, maverick. Those are just some of the words to describe to Chandra Poulard, owner and CEO of House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC, a woman minority veteran-owned entertainment company based in Washington, D.C. Ms. Poulard served 10 years honorably in the United States Navy and departed from active duty to pursue her dreams of becoming an entertainment mogul. House of Virgo Entertainment offers script writing, producing, directing, DJ services, editing, and more. They cater to businesses, corporations, college students, working professionals, aspiring artists and nonprofit organizations, and employ veterans of the armed forces. Tashandra Poulard is pioneering the way we view media and taking her brand global. Visit her at www.houseofvirgoentertainment.com or call 281-515-3740 and like her on Facebook at House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC. Certified professional coach Pamela Reeves can help you with your relationships. Motivational and image coaching are just some of the ways she can help you enhance all aspects of your life. Her book, Is It Love or Merely a Sick Attachment, helps readers clearly distinguish healthy, loving relationships from toxic ones. Ms. Reeves has put her words into action through Ray of Hope Kenya, an international initiative that provides outreach to victims of abusive relationships there with the goal of helping them rebuild their lives and the tools to avoid abuse. Ms. Reeves operates various business interest through her umbrella network, Nella LLC, and credits her success to her diverse work experience. Whatever your goals, whether striking a balance, reinventing your image, or simply lifting your lifestyle, Pamela Reeves will help you achieve them. Your life, your call. Dial 410-902-5715 or email Pamela at pamreg01 at verizon.net. She's also on the web at pamreeves.com and on Twitter at Pamela underscore Reeves. Welcome. This is the last segment of You'll Do Anything for Him, You'll Do Anything for Her, A New Relationship Perspective. Live from the BBM Global Network, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Apple iTunes. 
I was discussing there what has to happen here to change your being in an emotionally abusive relationship. Instead of analyzing what is going on for you, it's almost like you have to stand outside yourself and look at the relationship and go, oh, I think you're in an emotionally abusive relationship. So you're talking to yourself. You're doing everything you can to make it work. You really are trying hard. And your partner is still upset, still mad, still angry, still hurt, shutting down, walking away, yelling at you. Be able to stand back. Don't analyze. Don't try to make it work. Stand back and look at it. What is happening? Emotionally abusive means someone's trying to make it work for them. I know on your side of things, you're trying to make it work for the both of you. But your focus going only one way toward your partner, your emotional focus to make it work is not going to work for you. I've said in the books, you'll do anything for him, you'll do anything for her, that you are the problem then, because you are maintaining, staying in, allowing someone to emotionally abuse you. They're demanding their needs and feelings be met. That person is emotionally young. When you stand back, you have just made the transition to being emotionally older and taking care of yourself and recognizing when something isn't working for you. You're thinking about yourself now. And that makes your focus, your emotional focus, you've taken it from your partner and returned it from you. Get help with that in that moment. Get out of your head trying to figure out how to take care of your, or help your partner or what is wrong with them. Step back, recognize that you may need some help figuring this out from someone who can also stand outside the relationship and look at it and evaluate it and put words to what is happening. Remember I talked about early on too, a one-person relationship? In an emotionally abusive relationship, you are allowing the one-person relationship focus. This is your responsibility. A two-person relationship is one where both people want to understand each other, want to care about their needs and feelings, want to listen, and want to resolve 
let me say it this way, repair, resolve, and reconnect with their partner, the, uh, the loving and caring and respectful ways that go between them. It is so easy to, to not recognize when you've had this type of background with your parents who have demanded your focus as the child to be on them and making them happy and without your awareness it's so easy to find yourself in that kind of relationship with a partner within your work many people gravitate to a kind of job where they will experience what happened to them as children. They are not, you are not getting back what you need from the company or the business that you're working for. They're, they are using you. They are wanting what they want from you. This is, you'll do anything for him, you'll do anything for her, a new relationship perspective. Coming to you live from the I, uh, BBM Global Network, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Apple iTunes. I will see you next week. This has been You'll Do Anything for Him, You'll Do Anything for Her with your host, Dr. Maureen Hosier. Listen each week as Maureen explores a path to understanding your relationships in an effort to make them work best for you. Here on You'll Do Anything for Him or Her with your host, Dr. Maureen Hosier. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.